Hi, my Bollywood nerds. You are welcome to The Gist. This is basically where I share my opinions on different topics in Bollywood and also give you the gist on events that I end up going to. And today I'm going to be talking about something that I would like to refer to as the rise and fall of Intiaz Ali. I'll just dive straight into it. So, I'll be honest. I absolutely love Imtiaz Ali as a director. Um, I love the way he shows and portrays a journey of different people's lives and how they fall in and out of love as a result of, you know, an accidental meeting or other circumstances. And it's because of the poetry in which he expresses these films that I personally have become a fan. Um, the first film by him that I ever saw was Jab We Met. And to be quite frank, I thought it was a bit too long and it took too much time to build the story. But regardless of that, Shahid and um, Karina Kapoor did a very beautiful job of, um, you know, playing out the characters that were assigned to them. It took a while for me to actually uh, catch on to Karina's uh, character. I felt it was a little over the top and she was a little bit too uh, bubbly. But eventually it balanced out the fact that Shahid's character was way too serious. And stuff. However, Imtiaz's first film is a film called Sochnata, which I have not even seen. So I won't make too much comments on that. After that, um, he released a film called Love Archkal with Sef Ali Khan, which, based on the reviews I have seen, um, was a decent film. And uh, yeah, after that, he did Rockstar. Now, Rockstar is one of my favorite films by Imtiaz Ali. First of all, because of the music, the music is, it's exquisite. I completely love the music and uh, yeah, for a very long time, I was playing that album like there was no tomorrow. Um, but in addition to that, Rambir Kapoor showed me that he's definitely an actor worth paying attention to. And honestly, he carried the entire weight of the film. The film revolved around his character who started out as the underdog um, and fell in love with a girl who was way out of his league. Um, and, you know, he'd always had a hobby for singing and eventually it became a career. But he threw himself into that career because his love became what you would refer to as unrequited love and stuff. And all that pain was what he threw into his career. However, the downside of it was the fact that he became a really hard artist to manage. And he didn't find some sense of balance until he ended up being moved to a city where this so-called girl had uh, moved to bear in mind that she had also gotten married and that i think that was the major trigger for him to um become who he became but anyways it was a sad love story but it was a beautiful love story as well and honestly that was the time that was the day that i know that i genuinely fell in love with rambir but this is not about rambir um, after that, MTL has had another, a couple of other films. There's been Cocktail, there's been Highway with Alia, which was really um, critically acclaimed and stuff. But you see, after those films, and after Imtiaz Ali had set the standard for the type of films that he makes and love stories that he makes, I don't know what was in the water that he drank that just caused him to nosedive into self-sabotaging that reputation. My goodness, it's painful for me to even talk about the fact that this is happening because look, every creative has um, a voice 
and they have the freedom and the the option of expressing that voice in whichever medium that they choose and MTS just so happened to choose film and like I said before all of his stories are, are love stories that follow individuals on a journey of their life and you know show how they fall in and out of love in these situations and stuff my dear people hmm. you see the first rock was Tamasha now for me Tamasha was an amazing film but it was a very polarized um, 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 opinion that people had on the um, about the film so unfortunately it was a hit for some people and a major miss for some people it was a hit for me because first of all two of my favorite actors were the leads and that was Rambir and Deepika Padukone so that was already uh, an, an, a bias for me but then when I started the film the first time I saw it I think I was slightly confused for the first 30 minutes but then eventually I understood what was happening. So basically um, Deepika and Rambir's characters met in a foreign land and they were strangers and decided to continue to act like strangers who, you know, had met in a place. And then they never told each other any truths, only lies that were, you know, simple lies, but enough for them to, you know, keep a certain level of detachment from their real lives and function that way. And then of course they, they end up meeting months later or years later by this time Deepika had um, she had started catching feelings on her own in her house anyways they meet they get back together but in this situation it turns out that Deepika was had always been the person that she was even though she was playing along but Rambir's character literally was a character that he created for that journey and for that um, vacation but who he was in real life was nothing compared to that facade but as we continue to go through the story it became obvious that even the character he was he was even the person that he was showing that he was was also a character that he had put on to protect himself from the constant oppression and criticism he had been getting from people you know and trying to live up to society's expectations of him long story short um her persistence and you know trying to love him and, and eventually breaking up with him was his undoing but it also became the wake-up call that helped him to find himself and then become the creative and the storyteller that he had always wanted to be um, and stuff. You can tell that I love Tamasha a lot because I just gave you a full rundown plus spoilers, but just take it like that. And of course, I love the music. Now, that was, like I said, that film was polarized, but then eventually it developed a bit of a cult following. So, you know, it redeemed itself over time. But you see... <laughs> Wow, um, yeah, MTS just slapped us in the face and insulted our intelligence when he decided to do Jab Harry Met Sejal. Now, that film was a disservice to Shah Rukh Khan, a disservice to Anushka Sharma, and, an, and a complete disservice to MTS Ali himself. It was absolutely ridiculous. Now, I think what he was trying to do was make a distant um, remake of Jab Harry Met Sejal, hence the similarity in the name of the film, even though at one point he was toying with the title being The Ring. Dear people, I don't know what the hell was going on in that film from the beginning to the end. And it was a wasted opportunity 
for him to work with Shah Rukh Khan because you would think that if you put someone, a beautiful storyteller like Imtiaz Ali together with the ultimate charming romantic hero, they would make magic. Instead, they made the biggest flop that I could ever, man, I'm passionate about it because I was so pissed off. Maybe he was afraid of the star because unfortunately in Bollywood, one of the things that have happened that is, it, it's been a bit de detrimental to growth is the fact that when an actor becomes a star and that star is the reason why certain films or a series of films do well, it gets to a point where the star almost has more um, power than the story or the script that is being given to them. And of course, the directors feel intimidated and probably it affects their ability to actually push the star to be the actor that they're supposed to be directing. I mean, come on. The only thing he achieved was making Shah Rukh Khan look hot. And he's already hot, but they now gave him a tattoo. So I was like, oh my God, Shah Rukh Khan, you don't mean this. <laughs> but that was the only thing that distracted me for like five minutes because now fine, I won't chop. Unfortunately, I think Anushka drew the shortest straw because they just made her a confused bimbo from the beginning of the film to the end of the film. See, I'm taking it really personal. And then Shah Rukh Khan has a rule. He does not kiss people on the lips in his film. Now, I think that is just... Everybody is entitled to their values and their preferences and whatever. But you see, the reason why I feel like that rule is absolute crap is because, you see, the way he romances the girls and the women that he's in a film with, ah, it's a pass the kiss that is not easy. Yeah. Anyways, that's not the point. Jab Harry met Sejal was an insult to our intelligence. I don't think I can forgive Intias for, for making that film. But you see, that film was so bad that if not, if, if I was to rate it because of bias, I'd give it a 0 0.5. But you see, you would think that Imtiaz Ali would then have a change of heart, take a break and do some beautiful work to redeem himself and make it up to us as we were weeping in our houses, but held on to hope because we love him. But no, Imtiaz decided that it was time to rub in and rub it in and make it worse. And then decided to do a remake of an old film, Love Ajkar. Wow. I don't know why he even bothered. I don't know why he even bothered. So the original Love Ajkar um, had Seth Ali Khan in the film. And then the remake had Sarah Ali Khan, his daughter, and Kartik Ayan in the film, and uh, Randeep Huda. Now, the first thing I'm going to tell you is this. I do not understand what the fuss about Kartik is. I don't get it. From the first film of his that I've watched up until this film, the guy can't act. He only seems to be a very animated, um, overacting young guy that everybody seems to have fallen in love with because of his looks. I don't even know. I, I don't get it. No offense to Kartik. I mean, you know, I know a lot of people are are passionate about him because he's an outsider, but at the same time, they're also celebrating mediocrity just because, you know, they feel like he represents them in the industry. Ah, poor Kartik. I didn't mean to be this mean, but yo, yo. But you see, if that wasn't bad, Sarah Ali Khan, Ever since she started acting, from her first film, I was willing to give her, you know, um, uh, I was willing to give her a chance because, you know, you can't really judge someone on their first film uh, too much 
it's either they're really good or they're really bad or they are somewhere in the middle. So her first film wasn't too bad. Her second film, yo, she was in that film for less than 30 minutes. And she was eye candy in the film because Ranveer was the star. But you see, in Love Ajkal, they made her the lead alongside Kartik and it was a disaster. She showed us that she has little to no acting range at all. She showed us that even if she may have potential, she's not willing to take on characters that will force her to grow or expand her horizons. And she also made it clear that we were wasting our time watching this film. And it does not help that she's very opinionated as a person. And the interviews that she did before the film came out were so defensive that, honestly, it rubbed me off the wrong way. But this is not about... Um, her personality, it's about the horrid acting that she did in that film. Now you see, the combination of so, such bad acting made it even hard for us to appreciate the fact that Randeep Huda is an amazing actor and he was in that film. And even if he could have redeemed the film in any way, the acting surrounding him was so bad that I don't even think he had enough to bounce off of. Now, as I'm giving all of them such horrid and blunt and savage reviews, the main person that takes the cake is Imtiaz Ali for putting everybody through that experience. It was unfair to everybody across board, including the audience. He ruined a story that he had already done justice to many years ago. And completely, I don't know, the film tanked. I personally am not willing to give Sarah another chance. I've never liked Kartik, and to be quite frank, I'm afraid to watch Imtiaz do another film again. And that is the fall of Imtiaz Ali. Now, you see, I always feel that, or rather, I know that every creative has their own personal journey and their own creative process. And we all get to a point where we either hit some kind of creative block or we are unable to outdo ourselves and sometimes we self-sabotage or sometimes we just um, keep going until we work ourselves out of whatever dump we might be in and that is fine but I personally feel like Imtiaz Ali needs to take a break because if he keeps doing this we will forget the good he has done because the bad he he's doing will outweigh it eventually if I were to offer a solution to this across board I'll start with Love Archkal. I personally think that Sarah needs to take a break and she needs to think well about the choices that she's making because she's slowly putting herself in a box that I don't think she'll come out of if she's not careful. I have nothing to say about Kartik. But you see with Imtiaz, I think that what might be a good solution for him would be to direct films that he did not write. Because most of the films that he has done, or almost all of the films that he has directed, he wrote them himself. And he has a very one-sided um, um, approach and, 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 and um, uh, what, what would I call it now? Yeah, very one-sided approach of how love should go. So in his films, there's a, there's a constant narrative of um, the guy being the one who is going through a semi-life crisis, and then he meets this girl who helps him to have a different perspective of, on life, then falls in love with that girl. And that girl is the reason why he then becomes a better version of himself. That is usually how it turns out in every film. But because the, the story surrounding these people is always different, it's easy for you to take on 
to accept this 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 narrative um, I remember there was a, 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 an interview that Anupama did and she asked him why the woman must always be the savior. And he said that that's the way he sees love, whether or not it's the right way to see it and stuff. And I just, my only question is that doesn't the girl, doesn't the guy also have, um, have a right to be the savior? Doesn't the girl also have the right to be saved? Then again, if you look at romantic films, I mean, the girls are always damsels in distress, right? Anyways. Let's dial it back. I just digressed. But seriously, I think that maybe he should start to um, direct films that are written by different people because it will open up his mind to different perspectives and concepts of love and other genres that he might decide to dabble into. Um, and I think that it would also guide his, uh, his way to finding himself again. If not that, perhaps he should write scripts and leave it to someone else to direct so that that person can bring a different perspective to his story writing, his storytelling um, and stuff. Whatever the case may be, however, I really do think that there is hope for him because a person who can create such beautiful work, you know, it never dies, it never leaves you per se, unless you decide to take the piss and take it for granted. I still love him, Tiaz Ali, um, but it's some it's a subject that I've been wanting to talk about for a long time because I just can't, I can't, it's so hard for me to, you know, to believe that he could do such, <laughs> such awful films after having almost a stellar, you know, track record of stuff. But anyways, it's all love and no hate and, you know, it's just my opinion and stuff. But yeah, are you a fan of Imtiaz Ali? Um, what's your favorite film by him? And do you think that he really has um, fallen off his pedestal as that director slash writer who is a genius at spinning a web of love, you know, in the most complicated and dysfunctional situations you could find? Sha, leave your comment in the comment section below. Try not to hate me because I love you all. Your Bollywood nerd is out.